What's up, everybody? On today's episode of Coming It Hot, it's a one-host show. I'm here by myself, and I'm going to be talking to you guys about stimulus checks, Tiger King, the coronavirus and how it's impacting our daily lives, the ridiculousness of celebrities and how out of touch they are with reality, so many Kardashian feuds, and so much more. But before we get to it, we've got an ad read from Shane McHugh Visuals. Shane McHugh Visuals is a full-service freelance video and photo production house that can suit all your visually creative needs. Whether you're looking to capture a special event, promote your business, or showcase your property, SMV has you covered. You can find them online at ShaneMcHughVisuals.com or on Instagram at ShaneMcHughVisuals. Again, that's ShaneMcHughVisuals, S-H-A-N-E-M-C-H-U-G-H, Visuals, V-I-S-U-A-L-S.com, ShaneMcHughVisuals.com or on Instagram at ShaneMcHughVisuals. All right, let's do it. Welcome back, everybody. It's Coming In Hot, Episode 6, and I am here by myself. I'm sitting in my dining room by myself. My wife is working. Liv couldn't make it tonight, so I am hosting this show solo, and I'm going to be talking to you guys, just you and me, one-on-one for this entire episode. I have no idea how this is going to go. It might be the most boring and ridiculous podcast episode you've ever listened to, or you might be entertained by just hearing one voice the entire time. Either way, that's what you're going to get. And I hope you enjoy it somewhat. Uh, I'm, like I said, in my dining room staring into the computer right now. Just me sitting here in the dark pretty much with a nice glass of iced tea and a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. So let's start, I guess. Stimulus checks came out today. That was nice. A nice wake-up surprise. I woke up. My wife texted me. She was at work and said the stimulus checks have hit. Um, I already spent my stimulus check. It was gone in one day. So judge me for whatever you want there, but I, I, I put a little bit away to my credit card debt, put a little to a vacation fund for the wife and I to go on a trip with our friends next, uh, next February, uh, put a little to savings, and then I ended up spending a boatload of cash at Amazon, just hundreds of dollars worth of stuff. Um, I'm hoping that that's what people do with these checks. Maybe, well, I guess I was supposed to put it into small businesses, but I swung and missed on that, so... My deepest apologies there. I ended up buying a rug for the house, some uh, art. This is this is see this is the big difference when you get older. You're now buying art and rugs for your house as opposed to spending it on stupid shit and gambling like I would have done, you know, six seven years ago. Those days are far gone, and now I'm buying signs for the house, things that I despise. I wrote a blog about it, saying how much I hate people that put up those signs in their house. Well, we'll probably have a couple of them. We got a big rug coming. I had to buy a shit ton of hornet and wasp killer because I've got to take out a colony of hornets and wasps outside. So that's going to be a big production this upcoming weekend when my hornet and wasp killer gets here. Uh, what else did I go with? Well, there's so I have a man cave in the second floor of my house, and uh, off of the man cave, there's a little room that's not finished yet. So my wife and I are going to finish that up this week and I bought a bunch of movie posters I'm going to hang in there so that'll be a pretty cool look I think hopefully got a air hockey table too I blew it out this is going to be party central here in addition a bunch of my cigars showed up today as you guys know I'm a recovering alcoholic uh don't booze at all anymore but I need some type of relief in my life so I'm a cigar guy now uh I can't recommend them enough I got the book right here and I'll show you guys go to Thompson Cigars they're great free ad there for Thompson Cigars um They've got a great variety of stuff. Go with the Macanudos. I go with the Macanudos, uh, Inspirados, uh, the Churchills, probably my favorite, the Blacks. 
Got to do it. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, Macanudo Inspirado Black. That's them. Uh, it's a smooth to medium flavor. You guys will love it. They're pretty much, uh, you know, they're modestly priced. They're not horrible. I think you can get five for like 40 bucks, which is a pretty good deal for a decent cigar. So they came today. So going to have a smoke out here this week. Um, yesterday, Easter Sunday, moved right along. No big, nothing big happened. The wife and I stayed hunkered down in quarantine. Um, made a great meal. I went with eggplant parm, meatballs, pasta, did a little bit of some appetizers. We spent the day. My lights keep flickering in this room. It's wild. We had a huge storm here. I'll get to that. But uh, uh, there's this new app. It's called House Party. You can talk to your friends on it. I think it's way better than FaceTime. I mean, I do love my iPhone and the iPad, I, uh, whatever you call it, the computer. But this house party thing's got good connection, so we spent that with a couple of our friends playing some games on there. During the afternoon, I cooked. Uh, yeah, the meal came out delicious. The meatballs, I give them a 9.3 out of 10. Eggplant, maybe an 8.7. wasn't my best, but the meatballs were, were incredible. Uh, one of the best batches I've ever come up with. So that was good. Hope you guys enjoyed your Easter Sunday. Um, it was weird. It's definitely weird. Look, the coronavirus is, is changing the way we do everything, and Easter Sunday was another example of that. Uh, there was a ton of, uh, of old sports on TV, and I'm sure Mulraney and I will get to that uh, in uh, the corner booth this week. I just caught a glimpse of myself in this, uh, in this computer here. I look like a bag of ass. I mean, the hair's out of control. The beard's going crazy. I need to go see one of these underground barbers that I, because I keep seeing people with their haircut. You're not supposed to be going to see a barber. Somebody's cutting the hair, people. We know it. So I got to go check that out, maybe, because this is going to be out of control by the end of quarantine, whenever that may be. Um, but yeah, Easter Sunday was definitely a um, change of pace. I was supposed to head back home up north. Uh, we had to cancel our flight, stay down here. So I'm just rolling around in airline credits. I've had to cancel two trips in the last. Uh, the first one I was supposed to go on was the week of March Madness. Me and my buddies have a tradition of watching the tournament together, so I was going to continue that, and uh, we had to cancel that as well. So I'm, I'm just, I've got so much airfare uh, credits here that I don't know what to do with. But, yeah, look, big couple of days, Easter Sunday, stimulus checks. I'm interested to see how people spend their stimulus checks. I definitely bought some things that were necessary for the house, but I could have been more uh, responsible probably with that, but you know, you live and you learn, uh, needed to buy some stuff, needed to feel good again. I wrote a blog on it. Go check it out. Procrastinationsports.com. Um, the biggest activity of my, uh, of my lockdown or quarantine, whatever the hell you want to call it has definitely been streaming, watching Netflix, uh, HBO go, uh, that and working has been my two main uh, priorities. Um, and uh, Tiger King has been finished in our household. I know it's taken the country by storm. Uh, they released a bonus episode, which was Joel McHale interviewing people. Wasn't that entertaining? Um, but that's out there now if you want to go check that out. But there is a theory that's taking over the internet, and it's extremely interesting. So uh, here it is. I pulled it up because I want to talk about it with you guys. So uh, we'll give her credit. Her name's Haley Herzog. Uh, she just seems like a normal 
tweeter out there. It says she's from College Station, Texas. Has about 600 followers, so nothing huge. But her theory, I think, holds a lot of water. And some people might really start diving into the conspiracy talk of Tiger King. But, uh, you know, I think it's definitely something uh, to consider. I'm so distracted. I got emails, texts coming in. Sorry, I'm trying to. This is crazy doing this by myself. I kind of, it, it's, it is, hey, it is what it is. There's definitely worse fucking, you know, uh, forms of entertainment out there that you could be listening to right now. So, uh, here we go. So, as you know, the the guy who died, uh, Carol's husband, who is rumored to have been killed by Carol, or, or at least that's the theory out there. If you remember, Carol had a husband before that. So this girl's theory is that Carol's first husband is actually Jeff Lowe. Uh, And her theory is that Jeff Lowe and Alan killed Don, Carol's second husband, the old man who had the money. Carol pays them the money she inherits. Years later, Jeff frames Joe for Carol. Both of them get off, cover up the years of coercion. They take down all the Tiger Kings, and they build the world's biggest attraction by Winster. Uh, so we pulled up a picture here of Carol's first husband that has been surfaced on the internet. And I'll tell you what, man, Jeff Lowe and this guy look an awful lot alike. They got the same nose structure, same chin structure. I don't know about the ages, if they match up, but it is surely interesting. And then she goes on to talk about her final thoughts. And I mean, I don't know if you want to get into all this, but you know what? If you don't like it, just fast forward. Again, I don't know how long the show's going to be. I don't know how long I can talk to myself without even anybody chiming in, but we're going to give it a go. So I'm going to read this, and you guys can fast forward, turn it off, do whatever you want. I don't care. Um, Carol said that she left her first husband because he was abusive. Jeff, Again, this is this girl's theory on Twitter that everyone is now jumping on. Uh, Jeff Lowe has on his record that he went to uh, prison for strangling and choking one of his wives, so we know... He's an abusive sicko. Again, this is all coming from this girl. Jeff Lowe was, in fact, Carol Baskin's first husband. Somehow, some way, they got their marriage taken off both of their records. All right. To me, that seems a little shady, unless the marriage was potentially annulled very early. Ooh, baby. Um, I don't know how that works. Uh, Let's see. I got to pull it back up. Fat finger X'd out of it. Um... Uh, where were we? Uh, somehow, some way, they got their marriage taken off both of their records, and from there, their files uh, from their f- take- records taken off their files because Jeff Lowe, who she says that's definitely not his real name, it's so made up, has covered up their entire existence with each other because he's a known con artist. Fast forward several years, and Carol knows her millionaire husband is about to divorce her and leave her for a Costa Rican girl, and she's going to lose all of that money. So she calls up her ex-husband, a.k.a. Jeff Lowe. She blackmails him with her past, a.k.a. the abuse, and Lord only knows what else. Convinces him to help her kill millionaire husband. Jeff hires his right-hand man, Alan. And Alan murders Carol's husband. Uh, Gets rid of the body. God only knows where. This girl likes to say God only knows and uh, a.k.a. an awful lot. Try to expand the vocabulary, sweetie. Uh, makes him literally disappear, and that's why he has one teardrop tattooed on his face. Again, that's a stretch, I think, uh, because he's proud of this murder of Don. Carol takes all the money her husband had 
Give some to Jeff Lowe for getting rid of him. Carol goes on about her business, cries on camera, and says she has nothing to do with it and doesn't know where her husband is uh, because technically she doesn't, and that's that. Fast forward years later, Jeff Lowe and the other fat guy, that's rude, are being uh, are big-time drug dealers and car, con artists who work together and have Alan do all their dirty work. This girl's annoying, but I'm going to finish this for you guys, for me, because I'm kind of interested. They use Jeff's house in Vegas, Carol's connections in Florida, and the fat guy's strip club slash bars to smuggle drugs and make millions, which explains Jeff's unlimited funds for stupid stuff and Carol's unlimited funds for her BS rescue center. See how I clean that up with the swear words? I'm trying to get good with that. I, this is a children's show. One day, Carol calls up Jeff and says, Honey, we've got another problem. I don't know why she'd be calling him honey. And if you don't help me shut down this redneck, gunslinging, tiger-obsessed dude from Oklahoma, he's going to expose all of us and our stuff. Again, good job, Kevin. So in walks Jeff Lowe to the Tiger King's palace to save the day. He convinces Joe that he has millions and to trust him. Hires Alan. Uh, all right, this is getting I gotta fast forward. When Jeff hears that Joe wants to kill Carol, he knows this is the chance to take him down, and he knows he can't. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, the fat guy isn't in on this because they know he's just a dumbass. But when he tells Jeff he's working with the feds, Jeff gets himself and Alan in on it too. So basically, you get the gist what she's saying here. Um, that's why Jeff uh, to get Jeff to help her take down all of her competition, build a bigger and better facility, make millions while coming out the innocent hero. That's why Jeff hasn't been touched. And that's why Carol has gotten away with murder. And that is why Joe uh, is going to be dead in incarceration. Uh, Carol even said, you never have to worry about the barking dog so much as the one who's quiet. She's the barking dog who's constantly taking away tension from the quiet one. Her one true love, Jeff. There's a lot there to unpack. I mean, that would make for a phenomenal story. I hope that is the case because that will make for an even better second documentary, a follow-up. Look. I've watched this interview, these interviews, the ones Joel McHale did. If that theory is true, it's extremely interesting. Um, but let's look at some of the facts that were portrayed in this documentary. One, Joe Exotic definitely wanted Carol Baskin killed. He said it. He he shot the dummy on set. He did all this other stuff uh, to make it known that he wanted Carol Baskin out of the picture. So for people to be up there defending the Tiger King, Joe Exotic, and saying that um, he didn't um, deserve to go down for what he did, then I think that's a little out of touch. I think I had something I could see here, too. Hold on. Ah, fuck it. F it. Sorry. Anywho. Um, what was I saying? Uh, okay. Yeah, look, Joe Exotic um, was a shady dude. Everybody who was on this documentary said he was shady. In the interview follow-ups, they said he was shady. Uh, they said he killed a bunch of animals, which right there is probably the bigger crime than what uh, he was essentially, you know, that he actually did is what I'm trying to say. You know, he killed the, he killed a lot of these tigers, according to these people that were working uh, with him, um, just because they weren't uh, tiger cubs anymore and he couldn't make any more money. Got that thing success. Um, but yeah, if Jeff Lowe did push him towards the murder for hire plot, so be it. But Joe Exotic still pushed it through. But look, this theory is interesting. I, I need everyone to go look at this picture of Jeff Lowe 
and Carol Baskin's uh, first husband, and they do look a lot alike. And if this is the case, that would be a wild turn of events. If Carol Baskin and Jeff Lowe were in on this together, it would explain a lot as to why after Joe Exotic went away, Carol Baskin has completely stayed quiet and doesn't really care so much anymore about uh, the Tigers and the way they live at Joe Exotic's old uh, zoo, which is now Jeff Lowe's zoo. So maybe there is something there. It would be interesting for sure. I would, uh, I say we talk about that more. I, you know, the Carol Baskin, I definitely think she was involved with killing her husband, and if Jeff Lowe had a part of it, That makes for a wild second part of this documentary, I'll tell you that much. Um, Where do I want to shift gears to here? Oh, man. I need to talk about some of these celebrities, honestly. They're just the worst. They're just so out of touch. They They don't understand what the common people, you and me, are going through on a day to day basis, making sure that we still have our jobs hoping we still have our jobs, supporting our families, going to the grocery store, you know, making, making sure everything that we need to live is intact. We got people like this buffoon Ellen DeGeneres, who I think is one of the worst celebrities out there. She's completely fake. We've heard stories about her for years as to how fake she is and all the stuff on her TV show is complete BS. Uh, we, uh, Liv and I have talked about this on previous shows about how she ignores her staff. She yells at her staff. She fires people on a whim. She's a bad person. And all of this stuff is a cover-up. Uh, her whole, you know, I'm a great person persona, it's all crap. Uh, you know, she'll tell you that everyone's been out to get her for years. Not really. You're just not that funny. You're not that talented. You got lucky with a talk show that people who don't know what comedy is, the people who watch Jay Leno forever are the ones tuning in to your horrible show. When people used to say Jay was funnier than David Letterman, give me a break. Jay Leno and Ellen DeGeneres are two phony fakes. Ellen DeGeneres goes on her Instagram live, I think a couple weeks ago. Not sure exactly when it was. She's talking about the coronavirus and being quarantined. And she's sitting in her mansion, overlooking the Hollywood Hills, pool, beautiful living room she's in. Just huge. Everything you could ever want, right? From a standpoint of where you have to stay during quarantine. And she has the audacity to say that it's like being in prison. Well, no, Ellen, it's definitely not. And you're living like the 1% of the people in this country while you're trying to uh, stay in touch and say how sad you're feeling for everybody else. When in reality, you don't care. And you're living in a mansion. You're you're you know you're you're shacked up with your hot wife in a mansion, getting everything hand delivered to you, scrubbed for germs, no fear whatsoever of becoming sick. And you're going to say that this experience for you is so horrible that you have to live in your mansion for the next three weeks and do absolutely nothing other than FaceTime Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel and be a complete pretentious buffoon. Come on. You got to be better than that. Nobody wants to hear it. Nobody wants to hear you complain about how bad you've got it. When we're hoping we all keep our jobs, we're hoping our friends and family keep our jobs, don't get sick. We've got spouses 
friends, family that are essential workers going to risk their lives every single day, and you're complaining that it's uh, that it's so bad that it's like prison being in your mansion in Hollywood where you have to quarantine with Porsche for a few months. Shut up, Ellen. Shut up. She's not the only one. We got Kelly Ripa out here crying on her social media that her kids aren't able to hug her, that there's that there's social distancing in the house, and she's not able to hug her children. Well, Kelly, some people have died that are never going to be able to hug their children or loved ones again. So why don't we cut back on you crying on social media, saying that it's so horrible that you can't hug your 18- and 20-year-old kids that are living with you, but you're trying to social distance or some sort. Save it for somebody else who cares. You're hated by everybody you've ever worked with. Regis hated you. Michael Strahan left. Seacrest doesn't have a brain in his head, so he's just got to hold out with you. Look, we don't want to hear it. We're the real people. We're the nine-to-fivers. We're connected to what's going on, and we don't need you and Ellen DeGeneres telling us how bad you have it, living with your entire family. Some of us live in different states. We can't see their family. Some of us... Can't go see uh, see certain people in our families because they have um, uh, immune deficiencies, immune system deficiencies. So they're so so they're inside. We can't see them. People are missing out on holidays. You're living with your entire immediate family in some mansion, and you're crying because you can't hug your kids for some reason because you you, you want to make sure that everyone knows you're social distancing, but it's so hard on you that you can't hug your children. Shut up, Ellen. Shut up. We're here nine to five. Grinding it out, and I got to listen to celebrities complain that they're living in a mansion, getting everything hand delivered to them because they got to stay in quarantine for three weeks. Then we got this other trend with the celebrities: uh, Paige Van Zandt, Kendall Jenner, Bella Hadid, or whatever her name is, just getting half, pretty much naked on Instagram, showing off their bodies. Nobody wants to see that. We're one month into eating nothing but bagels and cupcakes for breakfast. We mix in some chips and dip in between lunch and snack, and then we garter up some local business to keep them in to keep them in play. And we're housing down burgers and onion rings. We're all fat. We're all going to come out of this quarantine as big as houses. And I got to listen to you guys and look at your pictures of your insane bodies working out in your home gyms. We don't want to see that. We don't want to see that. I'm wearing the, sh- the same shorts for the last 22 days. I mean, come on. I got milk stains. I got mustard stains on these shirts. We're living like slobs, man. We're scrounging money together to, to make sure we're in on some local business. Hold on. I got a call coming in. I'm going to answer it. Hey, I'm recording my podcast. Hey, sometimes it's hard, but just like, you know, just just twist it to the left. Did you just try to pull it straight out? Just, just, just try to pull it straight out. No, I'm recording right now. No, it's okay. My wife's getting gas. She's in a bad area. She couldn't get the gas cap off, so she called me. I explained it to her. Sounds like the gas is pumping. Don't put a lot in. Just get enough so you can get home. You there? Talking about how much I hate Ellen. All right, you okay? Are you driving now? I'll wait till you till you get out of there. I'll, I'll just wait till you drive. <clears throat> so, how was your day? All right, 
Are you driving? All right, I'll see you when you get home. I love you. There you go, folks. Take notes. Hold on. i got to put my headphones back on. That's husband of the year type stuff. You get on the phone. You help with the gas cap situation. You make sure she gets out of there safe and sound. Perfect. Where were we? Okay. We're talking about, um, uh, yeah, these naked celebrities pretty much fat shaming the entire country. Look, I've gained a lot of weight during quarantine. Hand up. Um, I think I'm five pounds, six pounds heavier than when we started. And look, I don't know what to do. There's not much I can do. I, I, I went to the store. I bought a ton of Famous Amos. Um, I bought some biscotti, some Italian cookies, a lot of boneless chicken wings, pigs in a blanket, Doritos, chips and dip, all sorts of cheese dips and chicken dips and cream cheese dips and bagels. We got the bagels. I mean, I made an egg sandwich the other day. The thing weighed about four pounds. I could feel it. Look, we need some type of enjoyment here. We don't have sports other than streaming. It's a struggle out there. So I don't need to see naked celebrities. Who's this one lady? Paige Van Zandt. I don't even know who she is or what she does, but she's like naked all over her naked husband. Two weirdos putting their stuff on Instagram. Nobody wants to see that. Okay? All these celebrities are so out of touch with what we want to see and what we want to hear and what we want to talk about. We're all blowing up like a like a balloon, and I got to look at people doing burpees in their home gym while caressing their naked partner. Nobody wants to see that. I'm sorry. Nobody wants to see that. We're all gross. Okay, all us nine to five people, like we talked about, are gross, trying to get by, and we don't need Ellen telling us how miserable her life is, and we don't need naked celebrities slamming it in our face. Nobody wants to see it. We're all disgusting. I can't express to you how much I've eaten. In the few days. Easter yesterday, horrible. Started out with, uh, what did I eat? Oh yeah, I went with that egg sandwich, giant egg sandwich, eggs, roasted red peps, cut up pepperoncinis, mixed them in the eggs, cheese, melt, toasted bagel, hot sauce, phenomenal. Threw that down the hatch. We transferred into some bacon cheese dip, cheese, then we went to Italian bread, cheese, pepperoni, super sot, peppers, the olives, Fresh moots had a little uh, ghoul on there. That's another thing. I always get, you know, because I've heard, you know, where I grew up in upstate New York, us Italians, we would say ghoul, but I've heard people say gabagool, which is the more, like, known term for it. The real name, I think, if you were to pronounce it, is capicola, but I always called it ghoul. but then I've heard gabagool, but I would pronounce the C like cub, like the Cubs, Chicago Cubs, cub-a-ghoul, as opposed to Gob always found that interesting. You know, I think this show has been a little bit of a ramble, but I, I think it's been pretty good. I think I've let you into a lot of what's going on. Pitted olives are the way to go, especially on Easter. But yeah, man, nobody wants to hear from these celebrities. How about that Imagine video? I know we've talked about this, but come on. That Imagine video. Give me a break, guys. What are we doing? You know, get a check of the room. You know, you know what's that term? Read the room? One time for me. Read the room. We got people dying, people losing jobs, people not having any money, and we get a four-minute video of celebrities laying on their couches singing, Imagine There's No Heaven, Imagine No Possessions. Well, some people are currently living that reality. They're losing their possessions. They're losing their life. And I got to listen to some B-list celebrities who think they're so woke on social media sing to me about Imagine, all right? Come on. Imagine you shut your mouth. How about that? Stick to what you do best. Get paid to be in 
overpriced Hollywood superhero movies and leave the rest of us alone. Nobody wants to hear it. People are starting to get miserable. They don't need this, these celebrities throwing it in, in our in our face. You got you got Tom and Giselle. Guys, come on. I love you. Giselle posting the Zen pose with a waterfall on some, you know, wilderness uh, getaway. They're staying in some, like, you know, secluded wilderness resort. I'm picking up deck chairs from 2006 that just flew off of my porch because of a tornado last night, getting them out of my, getting them out of my neighbor's yard. While I'm doing that, I don't want to see your Zen pose. All right? I don't want to imagine no possessions and no heaven, and I don't want to see Kelly Ripa crying because she can't hug her two weirdo kids. Ellen, I've, I've, I've disliked you for years. If you asked me to be on your show tomorrow, I'd say no. I'd say yes. I'm a sellout. I've said it for years. I'm a complete sellout. I've never understood people that get, that get upset over people selling out. I'd sell out for anything. Anything you guys think I stand for, pick the opposite side, and if they give me enough money, I'm there. Complete sellout. 100%. That's the thing. We got, we, we, we've got to be honest with ourselves, especially during these times. We've got to be honest with ourselves. And that's the thing. All these people that want to get on Twitter and Instagram and pretend they're holier than now, look, I let you guys see what's inside of me. Recovering alcoholic. Not perfect. Need to get better. Trying to get better. Get all these people on there holier than thou. They're on there trying to tell you how to live, what to do. Can't have we gotta we you know, it's just a just a time where we gotta be true to ourselves, guys. One of the things that I need to be true to myself about is that I'm a seller. And if somebody offered me a ton of money to do something, even though I'm probably fundamentally against it, I'm in. So if Ellen said, hey, I'm going to give you some money, you can come be a whatever on my show, I'd probably do it if it was the right amount of money, unfortunately. That's just who I am. Big time, fat sellout. You know, I love the I love the Dodgers more than anything. If the San Francisco Giants said, hey, you can come be our manager, I'd do it. That's just, that's just the reality of the situation. <laughs> I left the Northeast because I hated the cold. Didn't think I was getting paid enough. Went down south, got more money better weather. Somebody gives me a lot more money up north. I'm trying to go back. Big time sellout said I'd never go back. Said I hated it. Money talks. I'm there. You know? That's what it is. That's what it is. I don't know what you guys are going to do. You know, I don't I don't know if you're going to keep listening listening to these celebrities, but you can't you can't do it. They're just so out of touch. Just so out of touch. What else we got? Anything good? Anything good? I, well, I, you know, I hope everybody's staying safe on a serious note. This, this stuff, it started out calm. People weren't taking it serious. This stuff's serious. You know, people are dying. We got to take it serious. You got to stay healthy. You got to take care of your family and friends. I know what we do on this podcast, what we do on our other podcast, what we do on the blog. You know, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to give you guys a way to way to get away from your cube and from your daily jobs and your lives and hopefully just read something and it makes you smile or you listen to our podcast and enjoy it. But look, we got to stay healthy, man. People are getting sick. People are dying. We got to try to, you know, end this as soon as we possibly can. I'm at 35 minutes right now. I think that's good for a solo man show, but look, 
Just keep staying healthy. Keep doing what they're telling us to do. Stay inside. Right? Don't get around too many people. Keep it inside. Support these local businesses that are grinding out there. You know? You know, if you if you normally order out once and once a, once a week, order out twice a week. If you do it three times a week, maybe do it four. You know, give them one more night. If you got a job, if the money's still coming in for you, support these local businesses that are grinding. You know, we're all gonna get fat anyway during this, so we might as well just eat and enjoy it. You know, like today, a couple things were free. I talked myself into starting a diet today. That thing was done by eleven fifteen a.m. I was eating pretzels and buffalo chicken dinner. It's out the window. Started off good, had a yogurt for breakfast. I was like, all right, be looking like a young Sly Stallone by mid-June. That's gone. Over. Got to start again tomorrow. But that's why they give us tomorrow. Start our diet again tomorrow. You know? Look. Then I ate meatballs and eggplant parm for dinner. I was going to make brown rice and some chicken. And that sounded good when I woke up, you know? My thing for me is always on Sundays. Uh, I'll before I go to bed, I'll be like, "Wow, you're 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 gross." Tomorrow's the big diet, and I wake up. I'll have like a yogurt, apple for snack, maybe roll in a lunch, eat a turkey sandwich, looking good. Get home from work, or right when work's over, I just start snacking, like I got two stomachs and two a holes. Just a complete disaster. Just snack, like throwing blueberries in, and then I'll mix in some chips and dip. Like today, I was just eating fruit by the foot. Again, I haven't brought, I haven't bought a fruit by the foot in 15 years. But I went to the market the other day. They had variety packs, Gushers, fruit by the foot, and fruit roll-ups on sale, two for one. How am I going to say no to that? So I got those. I've been just housing fruit by the foot. I looked on the back, 80 calories a pop, about 7,000 grams of sugar. Only about seven of them still. No, that's not good. It's not a good start. Got this coconut water, too. It's unbelievable. It says only five calories a bottle, but I don't believe it. It's too good for that. Wait, it says ten. I'm looking at this thing right now. It says five on the back, ten on the front. Well, gotta, gotta, I've got to look into that. But it's delicious, you know. I should drink more water. Everybody drink more water. That's what's getting us, I think. Sody pop, the juices for you guys that are still boozing. That that can't be good for you. You know, the problem is when you're done drinking, when you when you give up alcohol and you're a recovering alcoholic, you crave that sugar. So instead of the booze, I eat Italian cookies by the sackful, you know. Just housing cookies. It's rough. It's rough. You know, quarantine is rough, Ellen. We have real problems. While you're getting your food made for you and doing your exercises with your smoking hot wife, Portia, you know, I'm here eating Teddy Grimm's and fruit by the foot just trying to make it happen. That's what we're all trying to do, just trying to make it happen. Everybody stay safe. Keep listening to our podcast, Coming in Hot. We got the corner booth, me and Mulraney. We got our new movie podcast, which is coming out of the gate, strong as ever, called Production Delay. We've done two movies on there, Heat, Pacino and De Niro, and we did Drive with Matthew McConaughey. Hopefully Liv is back with me next week. She's been busy. 
working a lot, trying to stay safe. We all are. We love all you guys. Thank you for the support. Keep listening and, and uh, be sure to check out ProcrastinationSports.com. And remember, we are here to procrastination. Stay safe, everybody.